It's the type of lyric that I'm imagining just like a Midwestern dad listening to his like, like my kid loves this indie music. Let me put these headphones on and see what that's about. And it's like instantly the dad is appalled. I prefer your love to Jesus. No, nothing, nothing can, nothing can compare to Jesus's love. It's just the type of lyric that is like, to me, it's so like innocuous and like whatever. It's kind of funny. But to some people, this lyric, I could just imagining like flooring them and being like, this is the fucking devil's music. St. Vincent is no saint at all. I could imagine the parent being like, the Midwestern dad being like, Johnny, why don't you sit down here? I want to talk to you about uh, this music you listen to. The Midwestern dad is also Mike Tyson. Hello, content hounds. This is Lucian Flores. I'm with Andrew Stieglitz, and you know what this is. This is the Lyric Boys podcast. This is a podcast where we take one of our favorite bands, favorite musicians, favorite artists, and and we pick 10 of their wildest, most absurd, craziest lyrics, and we talk about it, and we we do some surface-level analysis, but we do some deep, deep dives into great jokes. Am I I right, Andrew? Oh, yeah. That, That joke was the funniest of all <laughs> thank you so much your positivity gives me life so this is a this is a, another fire all-timer episode we are discussing 10 lyrics by none other than annie clark aka saint vincent and if you want to join the lyric boys content hound audience give us a subscribe and you'll never miss an episode Check out beatsperminute.com because they host us too and they're cool and they post music reviews. And if you're like, I don't know what to listen to anymore. I've lost, I don't know what is good new music. Check out beatsperminute.com. Anyway, Andrew, St. Vincent, how excited are you for this episode? I'm pretty excited. I uh, didn't, I I knew who she was. I knew a couple of singles, specifically like Los Ageless when that came out a few years ago. But I never really dove into her for, I don't know, it was just one of those bands or artists that like you always mean to like go listen to and then you're just like oh i forgot like i always forget Mm. and so now i had an excuse to go in and listen and i was really into it i really liked a lot of the of her music yeah if if you don't know saint vincent audience I'll, i'll give a quick primer on her career but in general and you can tell me if you agree andrew but i feel like she shreds right she's an interesting artist because She's so Wikipedia would describe our favorite website, Wikipedia, you know, gives us genres because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're nice and, 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 and kind to us. And they're always giving us information. So Wikipedia says that St. Vincent is rock, pop, art, rock and indie rock. I find a lot of her music is very indie and quirky, but then suddenly shreds with some ridiculous guitar solo. So it's it's an interesting combo, I think, like. I think she bridges this gap between like very precious, very Brooklyn, very quiet indie artists with them like, I don't know, like Jack White, like bravado, mm. <laughs> like guitar solo style. Yeah. yeah. And I think especially in her more later stuff, too, you hear a lot of just like pop bangers, which yeah. are fun and cool and like kind of danceable. Uh, I mean, Los Angeles is like a fun pop banger. And then you have... Mm-hmm. Uh, very like, yeah, you know, like chunky fuzzy guitar solo in the middle of it, which sounds cool. It's so chunky, so fuzzy. We love it. We're in the Lyric Boys podcast, as you know. We're big fans of chunky and fuzzy. So, mm-hmm. Annie Clark, let me tell you about her. Right, 
So she's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. So she moved to Dallas, Texas when she's a little kid. She got her first ever guitar at age five, which was just like a little plastic red guitar she received for Christmas. She got her first real guitar at 12. And then apparently in her teens, she was a roadie for her aunt and uncle who were this band called Tuck and Patty. So that's kind of fun. That's cool. To have like your family doing music. Um, she went to Berkeley College of Music, which is just like, we know because it was right next to our college, but it's just like this very famous music school. She dropped out. I think that's like the Berkeley thing. You drop out to make out music, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2003, she released an EP. Then she joined this band called the Polyphonic Spree. 2006, she joined Sufjan Stevens' touring band. And then finally, in 2006, she also released her first ever album, or 2007, I forget, called Marry Me, which I guess was also a Arrested Development reference to maybe oh. always saying Marry Me. Which no, Is that really why she called it that from Arrested yeah. Development? Oh, Marry Me. I love that. I didn't even pick up on that. As someone who used to have a production company named after the rest of development reference, I appreciated this. And I yeah. was surprised. It's funny to see that. That um, is funny. I did th- not even pick up on that. Yeah, me either. In 2009, she released Actor. 2011, Strange Mercy. Um, the first two albums are really good and also, I think, are a little underappreciated now in her career. But, like, she's really coming to her own as an artist with, like, a very distinctive style and, like, live show in every tour and every album. I think Strange Mercy was like, to me, one of the, this this is the first album I noticed by her, the song Cruel, I remember being just so big. And then she released an album with David Byrne of the Talking Heads called Love This Giant in 2012, St. Vincent in 2014, which is like when she like dyed her hair white and just like had this like aura aura of being like a rock god, Mass Seduction in 2017. At some point in this time, she was like going on tour and just like playing music like a robot, like barely moving. And would like have very distinctive robotic movements. So if you see those tour videos, it's really just trippy and kind of fun and like cool. And then a couple months ago, she released Daddy's Home. And that's kind of a very different style for her. Big departure, kind of 70s vibe, like a lot of like call and responses with background singers. It's very funky, very fun. And she's like totally embracing like this David Bowie style. And, and she often gets compared to David Bowie just by being like a chameleon with her style, mm. which is cool to see. It's, it's, it's like a very pop artist type thing. You don't see that as often, I think, in the indie world. To have like a new album is a new me. And I, I, like Bowie obviously did that, right? But you see that with like Taylor Swift, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like cool to see that in the indie world. Mm-hmm. Um, she won a Grammy for Best Rock Song. And then looking at her lyrics, a couple things I noticed. She talks a lot about she mentions America a lot. She talks about this like other dude named Johnny and they're in her, all her sad songs are about yeah, Johnny's. I noticed Johnny too. Yeah. She has a lot of repetitive parts of songs where she has the same lyrics, but she changes like her in, in, uh, in a, what's the right one here? Um, she changes the way she says the lyrics really interestingly. So despite the fact that it's the same words, every time it's like voiced differently. I think that's cool. Hmm. Um, she has like a lot of lyrics about just like um, fucking <laughs> like, but like in a very like monotone way, which is also very fun. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I, I noticed some, uh, and, and we'll probably discuss those some uh, pretty on the nose, sexual uh, descriptions. Yeah. 
So before we go into this episode, I want to go give a quick shout out to uh, the the national subreddit on Reddit because we posted an episode there and they were very supportive and liked it and were super complimentary and made us feel life. And I appreciated that. So shout out to the national subreddit. You're kings. Hell yeah. All right. Should we should we get into it, Andrew? Give Let's the get content hounds what they signed up for? Let's do it. Hit me with your first lyric. All right. So my first St. Vincent lyric comes from the album Mass Seduction. Uh, and it's from the song Smoking Section. So this is one of those quiet, dramatic St. Vincent songs that has kind of suicidal themes, which honestly is in a lot of her songs. I, I didn't realize that until looking at her lyrics as a whole. Um, so the lyric is, sometimes I sit in the smoking section, hoping one rogue spark will land in my direction. And when you stomp me out, I scream and I'll shout, let it happen, let it happen, let it happen. Fucking vibe, right? Such mm-hmm. a vibe. I'm imagining just like a really classic like New York restaurant Mm. like with like big like velvet curtains or something yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, from like, the 80s and they have those like lamps I'm, I, there's yes like yeah. dark dimly lit restaurant yes and, and it's like just carpet it's all carpeted yes and it's such a vibe just to be like sit like you're smoking in this restaurant i'm imagining just like one one like single ash spark lands on her and, and nothing really happens and like her date or her friend or someone, the waiter's like, or the maitre d', <laughs> the waiter is just like, um, miss, like, like you've got some ash on you. And she's like, Mm-mm-mm. just let it kill me. Let it, let, let it like, that's like, nothing's going to happen. It's just a little dirty. She's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, I'm going to catch fire and die. And they're like, <laughs> all she's right. Like, she's like really into it. She's like, oh, the ash. And everybody's just standing there like, um, it's been 20 minutes. Are you going to order? <laughs> She's like, no, 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 I'm dying. Don't you see? And they're like, no, you're not. You're just a very dramatic woman. Weird in that this your ash that this, is depressed. Weird that this spark has lasted for as long as it has. It should absolutely have gone out by now. Yeah, but it, it, the actual imagery of this lyric though is great. Like what? Like the actual imagery of just like this smoky lady in a bar and catching fire and people trying to put her out. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with this. It's just amazing imagery. I love it. It's so dramatic. Yeah. It, it, those kinds of restaurants are the kinds of restaurants I picture when I listen to Billy Joel. Like every single yeah. song takes place in like that kind of like 80s restaurant, which is so like everybody's wearing a suit. They had just all come from like a big business meeting. It's like 530 yeah. p.m. on a Saturday evening. For some reason, they're at a business meeting on Saturday. Okay. And and it's like very smoky and everybody has Budweiser. That's what they're drinking. There's no light beer. There's no mm. craft beer. There's no fucking IPAs. It's just yeah. Bud. It's just good American Bud. And then everybody is just ashing their cigarettes out on St. Vincent. I'm just and imagining just, a really famous like New York institution like the Rainbow Room or Peter Luger's steakhouse or uh, like the restaurant on top of the world trade center just like something just like some classy slash touristy just depressing joint bubba gums in times square yeah bubba gums that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the lyrics of the song are great like the next one we wanted to discuss it but is 
And sometimes I feel like an inland ocean, too big to be a lake, too small to be an attraction. And when you wander in and start to flail a bit, I let it happen, let it happen, let it happen. So we don't have to discuss that too much, but that's great. To feel like an inland ocean, we've Mm -hmm. all been there. Too big to be a lake, too small to be an attraction. Yeah, it's just like, what am I? Imagine you're in like high school and your teacher's like, "Hey, uh, little 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 Johnny, what what what's got you?" Or middle school even, like, "What's got you down? Why are you looking at that? Why are you looking at the window so forlorn?" And you're just like, "I think I'm just too big to be a lake, too small to be an attraction." And your teacher's just like, "All right, um, there's a gas leak again, isn't there?" <laughs> All right, I'm calling the cops. Get this kid out of here. <laughs> Why is why, why do you want me to arrest this child? Well, uh, he's too forlorn and too r- introspective. It's weird. All right, let him just play baseball or something. I don't yeah, know. kid should be out playing ball, not writing poetry. <laughs> All right, Andrew, want to uh, hit, hit me with your first Saint Vinny lyric? Yes, my first Vinny lyric comes from the song "Digital Witness" off of the album Saint Vinny, Saint mm-hmm. Vincent, and. I think this might be my favorite St. Vincent song, but I'm not sure. I do love it, though. It's a bop. It's like one of her, like, just like it's a quirky song, but it fucking slaps. Yeah. Uh, The lyric is, digital witnesses, what's the point of even sleeping? If I can't show it, if you can't see me, what's the point of even doing anything? This is no time for confessing. Hashtag mood, am I right? What's the point of doing anything? Sometimes it just do be like that. It's kind of like, what's the point of like going do it? Like, if I can't show it, if you can't see me, what's the point of doing anything? It's like, if I don't, if I can't post this to my Instagram stories, like why even go on this beautiful hike? Yeah. The Tetons, the Grand Tetons, whatever those are. (laughs) Yeah. The only way I get a nice endorphin rush in my head is to know that other people think that I'm having a fun, happy life. Yeah. You ever just have a really fun weekend and then you just don't post about it at all. And then you're like, hmm, secret times. I do. And then I think that weekend didn't count. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's also like the times you're more bored that I find like you're on social media and you're just like, (laughs) I'm bored today. And then you're like, all right, I guess I got to post something. And then times you're just like fucking getting lit, having the best time of your life. You're like, oh, I forgot to check my phone. Well, we're all lurkers on social media, right? And there are these people who you, who I, at least I notice who post occasionally and every post that they post, which maybe is like once a month, very rarely is like a cool thing that they do, like a very cool, different thing. You know, like shit. So in those times that they don't post, in that like the three week period, yeah. you're like, fuck, they must be doing something so cool. Like this this person is a real mystery. Like what could they possibly be doing? It leaves a lot more to the imagination than to post every day. Versus so, like every day sucks in between and they only post when they're doing cool things. Right. Well, I don't think I don't get that view because they it, the view that I get is that they're just like so busy having so much fun. That this, the things that they're posting are actually might be the least fun things that they're doing. And wow. like, I, I have time to post. It hooks you. Damn, it the does. Lyric Boys, got, I got to start posting like this once a month when I'm doing cool stuff. Even it if is. it's like things from like three years ago, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Lucian, why are you like 50 pounds heavier and <laughs> also 10 inches shorter? 
Yeah, because three years ago, I was 50 pounds heavier and two inches shorter. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> just a crazy growth spurt in my mid to late 20s, guys. <laughs> One thing I'll point out right now that I took note of for Digital Witness, this feels um, apropos. If you, if you want to be St. Vincent's Digital Witness, I saw that her website's address is ilovesaintvincent.com. It's mm. an amazing, amazing website. Yeah, you have to, uh, you have to admit it in order to get into the website. Yeah. I got to do that instead of like LucianFlores.com. It's like, I love LucianFlores.com. That's where you can find my stuff. My website is Andrew Stieglitz is really good at makinglove.com. The Lyric Boys are my favorite podcast and the only ones I listen to or am legally allowed to listen to <laughs> .com. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we should. That would be a big change. People would have a really hard time finding it on Google, but that's okay. Digital witness. What's the point of even sleeping? I guess, yeah. Who needs to sleep when you can scroll? Am I right? Kick one Been there. toxic S out of your life called sleep. Replace it with the scroll. Am I right? We love it. Love the scroll. You want to hit me with your uh, number two? Yes. My number two is from the song Prince Johnny from the album St. Vincent. Mm. The lyric is, remember the time we went and snorted. That piece of the Berlin Wall that you extorted and we had such a laugh of it prostrate on my carpet amazing just like all right great i love lyrics that are just like fondly remembering a weird thing we've done a couple of those lyrics um like the national has that one that's like remember that time you like backed your car into the vines and went out and apologized to them or there's another (laughs) lyric and then there's like Stuff like that. I love weird things that you're fondly remembering as if it's a normal thing. And, excuse me, snorting the Berlin Wall is fucking awesome. That's like the type of thing you do just to be like, have a story. It's like, yeah, all right. So, like, snorting old-ass concrete, not probably the best for my health, but, like, amazing story that you could then, like, tell on every icebreaker. The thing is, I don't know uh, if it's a metaphor or not, but I really would not put it past St. Vincent, Annie Clark, to actually take a brick of the Berlin Wall and snort it like it's a brick of cocaine. So I was reading that it might be based on a real thing that her friend did. Like, took a little bit of... Because, like, you can take... I guess you can buy bits of the Berlin Wall now or, like, steal some because now it's, like crumbly thing or just like you know the relics of the berlin wall Mm -hmm. but like iconic i mean here's a question for you for the lyric boys content hands at home for for everyone to reckon with but what what building in general what like historical landmark would you want to snort just to be like i snorted the fucking eiffel tower you know like what would that be oh i know what it would be uh trump's unfinished border wall I was thinking the Hustler Club on uh, the West Side Highway in New York City. Oh, the Hustler Club. Oh, man. That's going to have some interesting. I would love to snort, like, mm, either, like, something really cool in New York that I can feel, like, a connection to wherever I go. Like, I snorted a bit of the Empire State Building. Mm. That would be cool. Or, like, Pompeii to be, like, snorted some old-ass shit today. I'd like to snort the... uh, a brick from a nice brick oven pizzeria in New mm. York City. Classic. 
you love this pizzeria so much that you you consumed the building that they make the pizza in. I grind up the bit of concrete, I roll it into a joint, and I just smoke it up, and it tastes like a good sausage mozzarella. You know how they sell like just like dirt from like a place or like sand from a place or like yeah buy like the dirt from like Yankee Stadium or whatever. Yeah, and apparently that's really bad for the environment selling sand from a place because they're just like eroding the beaches. <laughs> Everyone wants to buy the sand. <laughs> All right, give uh, me your. S- oh yes. no, you got something. I know, I got my second lyric. Ooh, that's what I wanted to hear. My second lyric is from the song. Oh, this might be another one of my favorites. I I really like this album. This the the Saint Vincent album, the yeah. self-titled, uh, the song "Birth in Reverse." Mm-hmm. Another just like weird quirky jam that then shreds. Yeah, uh, and again, I these the song I heard for the first time because I wasn't super familiar with Saint Vincent, so I was listening and I heard the lyric. Oh, what an ordinary day! Take out the garbage, masturbate. And I just thought, Annie, Miss Vincent, please wait till you get back in the house to do that. <laughs> yes. That's I, I want to say it again just in case. Oh, what an ordinary day. Take out the garbage. Masturbate. Great. That's what I'm talking about. When she talks about... She, she, she has like... This is obviously like overtly sexual, but she has a fair amount of lyrics that are slightly subtler or, or just like you don't even realize it. It's sexual because the delivery of it is so mundane mm-hmm. and like boring. And this is part of that. It's just part of her routine. But yes, she should go back inside before she masturbates. You don't, yes, don't do I it would outside. Advise that. Don't do it outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take out the garbage. Uh, master- yeah. I mean, good day, I guess. Uh, maybe not the most productive day, but uh, ordinary. Ordinary day. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, that's uh, it. That what was, was it? my, what is like the modest mouse lyric that we did polar opposites or so that was like, uh, one of the songs that's like, uh, I'm trying to drink away the part of the day that I cannot sleep away. Oh yeah. And then your version of it was, I'm trying to drink away the part of the day that I cannot sleep nor wank away. <laughs> yeah. I feel like St. Vincent's right there with you and Isaac Brock for modest mouse. Yeah. I'm just, uh channeling the uh, ordinary day of indie musicians drinking and jacking off the two j's of life the two j's <laughs> fucking jesus we do host a weird podcast wait that doesn't even make sense what am i talking about the two j's drinking and jacking those are well, jank- drinking is, is j-r-i-n-k <laughs> <laughs> what other words can we misspell <laughs> yeah it's like there's sometimes I say things and I'm just like, I thought I was a f- fairly smart man. Well, that's also like, I feel like that's also, you know, when you uh, smoke a degange and oh, you have yeah, these when you thoughts, smoke a degange, when you have these thoughts in your head where you're like, this is an amazing thought. Okay. <laughs> let me go ahead and articulate it. And you start to say the thought and then your mind is like, no, that's not it. That's not a good thought. Also, what was I just saying? <laughs> that's the, like, uh, that's I feel like what we just did with the two J's, where we're just like articulating something that doesn't actually make sense. Confidence gets you through, <laughs> yeah. you know. All right, the next J of life will be your third lyric. 
You want to hit me with your Jerd lyric? Here's my Jerd lyric. It's from the song I Prefer Your Love, also from St. Vincent, which we are just pulling a lot of lyrics from today. And the lyric is simple. It's simply, I, I prefer your love to Jesus. Amazing Sacrilege. lyric. It's the type of lyric that I'm imagining just like a Midwestern dad listening to his like, like my kid loves this indie music. Let me put these headphones on and see what that's about. And it's like instantly the dad is appalled. I prefer your love to Jesus. No, nothing, nothing can, nothing can compare to Jesus's love. It's just the type of lyric that is like, to me, it's so like innocuous and like whatever. It's kind of funny. But to some people, this lyric, I could just imagining like flooring them and being like, this is the fucking devil's music. St. Vincent is no saint at all. You should have the saint that tells you St. Thomas Aguinas, who tells you that meat is lusty and to eat only fish. That's the only saint I pray to. I could imagine the parent being like the Midwestern dad being like, Johnny, why don't you sit down here? I want to talk to you about uh, this music you listen to. The Midwestern dad is also Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to do like a Chicago. I can't. But the guy is just like, you know, she calls herself a saint, son. And that's the number one thing that you should look out for is people Mm. misrepresenting themselves as saints. Jesus said, and then the son cuts the dad off and is like, dad, I prefer your love to Jesus. And the dad's like, now hold on there, Johnny. You can love me as much as you want, but God damn if you don't love Jesus more. Jesus loves you more than I could ever love you, my son. <laughs> That's why I must sacrifice you, because he came to me in a fucking DMT trip and told me I got to kill my son. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wonder if there are any... So one of my favorite things is conspiracy theory videos about dumb shit. So there's one on the internet that someone goes on a nine-minute rant against Bonnie Vare's song 33 god and it's like this is proof the illuminati is real like he's using all these symbols and like this is how the illuminati gets you they hook you in with this cool imagery but it's actually devil worship nice i feel like there has to be a saint vincent video like that where it's like she lulls you in she's no saint dumb i'm sure from the midwest think she's a saint like no one actually thinks saint vincent is a saint no one is like she's done two verified miracles therefore she's an actual saint well, I, I, the, anything that is has any sort of Christian imagery, you're gonna get the conspiracy theorists going nuts. Like she, I, I feel like they're gonna be like she calls herself a saint because she represents the Illuminati or whatever. Or like, how dare she call herself a saint? I mean, you have conspiracy theory videos about like the Denver airport. You ever <laughs> see those? No, is about the gigantic statue outside with the fucking. Like, there's this gigantic statue as of the Denver airport of this blue Mustang, and apparently it killed the creator. It fell on the creator and killed him. And it also has a very graphic, very, um, has a very graphic, phallic, detailed anus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And the runway of the, where the planes go is shaped like a dick. Damn. That's a that's a thing. That's a real thing that you could look. You could even look at it right now and just be like, okay, yeah, that's super shaped like a dick. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to look at this later. <laughs> the Denver airport is the the world's dickiest airport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I do love a good crazy person on the internet, and I am after this. I'll I'll have to see if there's some crazy Saint Vincent videos out there. Yeah, there's got to be. 
I for this is like to me like the moment like you know like the John Lennon like we're bigger than Jesus at the moment type mm. thing that like caused an uproar in the sixties in, in the USA. Mm-hmm. I feel like if Saint Vincent were a huger artist, like Taylor Swift, if Taylor Swift had the lyric I I prefer your love to Jesus, oh like yeah. that would be there would be an uproar. Uh yeah, absolutely. There would be like like C D burnings. Yeah. Yeah. So people would be like, I used to be a Swifty mm-hmm. and now I'm a Jesus y a Jeezy, a Jeezy. I prefer Jesus because he sounds like Jesus. Yeah. I said, what of Jesus? He said, what of Jesus? I said, not much. Just chill and try and stack these millions. Amazing. <laughs> if I could have a meeting with any three people in the world, it would be Jesus, Yeezy, and St. Vincent. Wow. I wouldn't pick... Necessar- not that I have anything against those three people. Uh, I just feel like there are more. Oh, yeah. Those would not be my three people. My, my three, three people, people would be, be the Pope, yep. Jesus, mm-hmm. and George W. Bush. Oh, I was going to say the Pope, Jesus, and St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time he could just be like, oh, man, cows are too lusty. <laughs> He's like, guys, ever see some uh, some udders swinging around that farm? Oh, man. For everyone at home, this is a callback for a Nirvana episode. Go listen to our Nirvana episode. We're we're killing the callbacks today. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Yes, I've been talking a lot, and I I, I don't mean to be rude. So I really want to hear your third lyric. I care about you, and and uh, please hit me, hit me with it. My third lyric is from the song "Marry Me" from the album "Marry Me," and the lyric is, "Come on, John, we'll do what married people do." Let's do what Mary and Joseph did without the kid. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you heard that from your significant other, the only way to interpret that is that your significant other no longer wants to have any kind of sexual relations with you, and then they want you to give birth to the Messiah somehow through a miracle. No, they don't want a kid, though. Oh, okay. So let's well, let's not have sex, and let's not also have a miracle birth. As we talked about in this podcast, I'm not a fan of the virgin birth trope. <laughs> it's overdone. It's overdone. So, overplayed. Come on. So basically, who, who we'll, are you fooling that virgin birth? Yeah, right. Get a fucking job. So basically, this person does not want to have any sort of relationship with John whatsoever. The narrator of the song is: I don't want to have any kind of sexual relations. I don't want to have a kid. Actually, let's just not even be friends anymore. Goodbye. This is like the type of relationship to me that sounds like just like two elementary school kids in like Sunday school. Yes. And like don't know anything about it being an adult. Like they're like, let's be married. Uh, let's do what Mary and Joseph did. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's Catholic school and the, the nuns marry them. And they're like, yes. okay, now you can also sit quietly at the table like Mary and Joseph did because they didn't do anything else. You must sit and just have repressed. Don't talk about anything in this relationship. <laughs> just like don't. If, if you ever have anything you need to talk about, just don't do it and just let it boil over. That's yes. how to have a nice, happy, religious marriage. Yes, blessed by God Himself. That is yeah. what God would want. Um, this kind of yeah. This is a. Uh, I like the eagerness of this lyric. I like the enthusiasm, <laughs> but I don't understand it. I guess I don't know. I, I, you know what? I, maybe actually, in in doing a little bit of analysis, maybe it, it is um, like a 
sort of sarcastic, like, I don't actually want to be with you, so we'll do what married people do, which is, like, the, the joke there is, like, we won't have sex. Let's do what Mary and Joseph did, same thing, without the kid. So it's just, like, I actually don't want to be with you. Mm. Like, if, or, or, like, let's get married, but then, like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to touch you. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to have a kid with you. There's a sense of this too. That's like when you're very young. And I could have totally gotten that wrong because those that's yeah. the only lyric I know from hey. the song so far. Hey. It's okay to get it wrong. There's no perfect analysis of a lyric. You can get it extremely wrong and I'm still proud of you for trying. You know, you show up every day, you give effort. One day you'll get a lyric right. All right. All right. So the song Happy and You Know It, Clap Your Hands. Okay. What that means is that, um, so clapping your hands is a metaphor. When Pharrell Williams says that, because he's happy, what he actually means is that he's uh, he's depressed. Wow. Song takes on a new meaning. Yeah. So th- I like the eagerness of this lyric too, because th- there's like youthfulness to this. Where I when you're an adult, you just are like bas- like I still very much am like I'm a child. And then, like, I grow older, and I'm like, I'm still a child. And then I look at, like, older people, and I'm like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. We're all just, like, children figuring it out. So there's something here about, like, we'll do what married people do. You might feel that way now that you're engaged. And it's like, what does that even mean? What does it mean to be married? <laughs> it's just like, I guess we're married now. Um, uh, We're doing the same stuff. But we're married. Uh, well, my child. my view is that God looks down on you graciously and he says okay get ready for heaven in 80 years you are gonna have some heaven just hold out for 80 years and my god it's just gonna be amazing now you can have sex now you can do it (laughs) this is a very religious episode let's 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 make it well it's saint it's saint vincent how can we not be religious god bless uh (laughs) my fourth lyric comes from the song Strange Mercy off the album Strange Mercy. I think this is my favorite St. Vincent album, but uh, I digress. <laughs> the lyric. This is a very chill song, and then it just like has like a... Then it gets a little lively with this line, which is, if I ever meet the dirty policeman who roughed you up, no, I, I don't know what. If I ever met the dirty policeman who roughed you up, so what I find interesting about this lyric is like she doesn't ever say what she's going to do if she meets the dirty policeman who roughed you up. I like that there's some like previous story here that isn't really elaborated on. And it's just like at some point this dirty policeman roughed this guy up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like this is very relatable to me because she's not like I'm going to beat the shit out of him. You know, because it's like it's the type of thing that's like if someone's wronged you and you're like, oh, man, if I ever see that person ever again, I'll probably just like look the other way and not do anything <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know how to handle this you know like that's yeah. like realistically what will happen yep because like you know you, ca- you can't really like you know bring like a dirty cop to justice just being a normal person <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> right like so i do like that vibe that felt very relatable where she's like all that pent-up r- energy and rage and be like oh i've been wronged um um i'm gonna do something about it um I- i'm gonna journal about it i'm gonna journal about it and, and make peace <laughs> yeah i'm gonna tweet about it i'm gonna yeah. just be like hashtag a cab that's why i kind of hate i mean i don't hate when people but like there's sometimes like people i i'm not like a violent person right so like there's sometimes people on the internet that are like 
if that ever happened to me, I'd beat the shit out of that person. Mm-hmm. And it's like if someone skips you in line at Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. And it's like, how the fuck could anyone possibly like actually do that in real life? Like a lot road of them rage don't. or shit. Or like people who are like actively like rage about the tiniest stuff. Like I was on the subway yesterday and the train like stopped for like five minutes. And the guy next to me was like, oh, oh God. And he was like kept like smacking <laughs> his leg and he was just like, oh my God. And it was just like this dude fucking cannot handle the subway being parked for five minutes. How can he handle anything in his life? He's <laughs> like, not living in the present moment. I was just like, this dude is fucking going to have a heart attack in like 10 minutes and it's going to be like cause of death. Subway was delayed for two minutes. Yeah, I get I get road rage for sure. Uh, And then it goes away in like five minutes. It's like it's like uh, it comes on almost like a blackout drunk where it's just like you blackout like you do. So obviously, like I I remember it, but like you do you have this like emotion come over you that it seems like it's out of your control. And then five mm-hmm. minutes later, literally like five minutes later, you look back, you're like, well, that was a, uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what came over me. I'm so sorry. I just, uh, I just Dude, I'd like to apologize to the Honda Civic that uh, cut me off in traffic when I said that uh, your car sucks and you suck and you deserve to die. I didn't mean it. All right. Just drive better. I am so sorry. I took out a blowtorch and I uh, lit your car on fire with you in it. That was a mistake. I regret my actions. I don't get road rage. I never have. But I also don't like get ragey in general. Mm. But my way to combat those feelings of road rage is just like talk sarcastically to the car in front of me or the car behind me. I'm like, I'm like, yep, all right, that's what are you doing, dude? Like, that's a weird move. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you doing that? Or the funniest thing to me is to watch like a car that's tailgating someone. But there's, like, nowhere for the car in front of it to do. Oh, my God. When, like, all right, I understand, like, if you're in the passing lane and you're driving slow, that's dumb and that's bad and you should go in the normal lane. But if you're in the, like, passing lane and there's a car in front of you and a car in front of you and a car in front of you and a car to the right and there's nowhere you can go and a car is, like, tailgating. Yeah. And then that car starts swerving, like, onto the shoulder and stuff and it, like, keeps changing lanes. But there's just nowhere to go because, like, traffic is very slow. Yeah. It's very dangerous, but that also makes me laugh. Because I imagine just that person in that car being like, oh, I gotta go. Like, just like being so panicky. It's always like a Dodge Charger. Yeah. And I'm always like, that dude must be so like, I can't imagine that guy in line for like a bagel. And there's like a five minute wait. He's probably like loudly announcing. He's like, oh, I'm fucking tired of this shit. You're making me wait. Yeah, he does. does. Those people absolutely do. He's usually in a pickup truck. Oh, yeah. And he's usually got like, some let's say let's just face it some like trump like right wing flag hanging off of his truck and he's just like look at these fucking pussies why are they going so slow it's like in line when i remember in elementary school like walking in a single file line and like sometimes the people behind you the like kids behind you will be like push you be like go faster and you're like we're fucking in a line where am i supposed to go you want me to fucking fly over this line I would love if that story just had a lot of re- like rage. You're like, okay, Sharon, you fucking poked me for 20 fucking minutes, all right? We're all getting our juice packs. You can't just fucking calm down for a minute, all right? God. Dude, I, oh my God, I wish, if, if I could have one wish in this world, it wouldn't actually be this because this is a joke, but bear with me. <laughs> right. It would be. Thank you for uh, telling me that you're, <laughs> this is a fake wish. My fake wish would be to put my 
29-year-old brain into my, like, seven-year-old body to be able to communicate with kids the way that, like, with all the life experience I have now. Yeah. So that when that happens, I can turn around and be like, excuse me, Danielle, are you aware that we are in a single fire line? That physically there are other bodies in front of me. And by you pushing me, it's not going to make me go faster. It will make me crash into the person in front of me. And you'll have a domino-like effect in which we all fall down. The teacher might fall too. It'll be really embarrassing for all of us. So why don't you slow your fucking roll? It's like we all... Like the people who are like moody teenagers who think they're the best are the people that think they're like a 30-year-old trapped in a 17-year-old body. And they're like, Andrew... No, I'm not going to get excited for dessert. <laughs> uh, but how wanna, great would that be? How how great would that be to like go back just to like some instances in your life, some moments that you remember where you're like, man, as a 29 year old, like I can really fucking put that person in their place, and they would just be shocked. Yeah. I guess. But then you're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the difference in our personalities is you saying like I'm not like a fighter, I'm not a a guy who wants to like do that and I'm just like I'm gonna fucking put people in their place. Also to everyone watching on YouTube, they know it where I'm wearing just a very hilarious <laughs> yeah. tie dye Grateful Dead shirt and Andrew's wearing a Metallica T shirt. So, yeah, so <laughs> that like says it. Says it all. I was thinking about the weirdest like Imagine being like tailgated and then the car passes you and flips you off and like the weirdest bumper sticker for them to have, like the most surprising one would be like, I think a big Grateful Dead sticker in mm. the back of their car. And you're like, wow, that dude I thought would be very chill or like um, a Margaritaville Jimmy Buffett sticker. I'd be like, dude, really? Like I thought that's 100%. That's 100% happened to me before. Both with the Grateful Dead and the Margaritaville. I swear, I'm not even kidding. Like, Grateful Dead, I, I the bumper sticker is, um, it looks like a, I can't even describe it. It's kind of like a skeleton. Yeah, the skull. Yeah. yeah, and they have that on their pickup truck next to, like, a Back the Blue sticker and then, like, a Trump 2020 sticker. All the time. I see that all the fucking time. Yeah, because it's your car. <laughs> it's my 2011 Honda Civic. No, it isn't your car. It's not my car. It's uh, it's it's not your car, but it's time for your fourth lyric. It's All right, here we go. My fourth lyric is from the song "Regret." <laughs> Regret. <laughs> from the Say album. it like you're hosting something with conviction. All right. <laughs> Regret. Regret from the album Saint Vincent. And the line simply is, I'm afraid of heaven because I can't stand the heights. And it just makes me think of like a kid in like Catholic Sunday school class. And they talk, they're talking about heaven and the kid is just like, I don't want to go to heaven. Like if, if it's way up in the sky, like I'm afraid of heights. I don't want to like look down and see the earth and everybody looks like little ants. And I'm just up there with God and my friends. And I'm like on the edge of a cloud looking down at my old house. Clouds are unstable as shit. I'm going to be terrified of falling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me hell. I want to be burrowed down into the ground. <laughs> Maybe some people think that way. I don't know. I mean, St. Vincent thinks that way. It's just funny. It's just funny to think that like a person would be like, yeah, heaven's really high up. It's in the if sky. If you were the conspiracy theorist YouTube channel, 
talking about St. Vincent would be like, St. Vincent is a false prophet feeding you lies about heaven. You cannot fall from heaven, literally. All right? <laughs> it's a good place where you want to go. Children, do not believe her lies. Okay. Like what seven-year-old is listening to St. Vincent? But uh, from another conspiracy theory th- standpoint, let's hear okay. her out. <laughs> okay, so you know when it rains? Hell yeah. That water falling from the sky is Uh-oh. actually the tears of children from heaven who are looking out over the clouds, afraid of heights. And they're all crying because they just want to go back home. I thought it might be like angels peeing. Being like uh, frat boys, just being like, I'm peeing from a tall height. That's hilarious. I've done that before. Yeah. You're an angel peeing. Beautiful rain. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid of heaven because I can't stand the heights. That is a funny lyric. St. Vincent is one of those artists that I think I would like to, at some point in the future, do a sequels episode. Because she, she is really fun lyricist. Like I, I think I kind of took her lyrics for granted, but she's very clever and fun in her lyrics. I... um. Yeah, I was enjoying, I pulled so many. I was really enjoying just digging in. Mm-hmm. And very memorable short ones, too, that are just like the type of lyric that you can put in a yearbook or something. I don't know. Just like the type of like thing that you write in your friend's lyric. Dear John, I mean. I'm afraid of heaven because I can't stand the heights. Anyway, That's good luck I mean. next year at college. <laughs> Maybe it's just like the type of thing that I can imagine someone like tattooing on them. I don't know. Maybe I can imagine not. that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you ask them what it means, and like, I don't know. Read it. Okay. Yeah. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Let me uh, hear your fifth and final lyric. So my fifth and final lyric comes from the album Mass Seduction, and it's the song Los Ageless, which, uh, fun fact, is uh, a playoff Los Angeles, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> Heard of it? Heard of it. So Los Ageless is... It's built on the chorus of how can anybody have you? How can anybody have you and lose you? How can anybody have you and lose you and not lose their minds too? Which mm, is great. Love it. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then the song ends. And as it's fading out, St. Vincent is like just talking in a low voice, like lamenting basically. And she just has this whole little speech that is, I guess that's just me, honey. I guess that's how I'm built. I try to tell you I love you and it, com- and it comes out all sick. I guess that's just me, honey. I guess that's how I'm built. I try to write you a love song, but it comes out a lament. And it's just like that over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I love that for many reasons. One, it's like the idea that she has no agency. And mm-hmm. she's like, I, I tried to write a love song and it's a lament. And it's like, oh, woe is me. It's like, it's like St. Vincent, you could have changed the lyrics to be like, I love you so much. I love it a lot. That could have been a song. But no, you kept the lyrics the way it was. <laughs> the way they were. But I there's Yeah. There's like a part of the song too that's just like not having agency. Like and I just think that's such a fun thing. To write a song that's a banger and then to end the song being like, I don't know why this song is this way. I don't know why I'm this way. <laughs> it's like yeah. a funny meta contextual little thing. I don't know. It reminds me of uh, like people who blame their entire personalities and every th- decision that they make on the month they were born in. Like, sorry that I murdered you. I'm just a Scorpio, and it do be like that sometimes. Ha ha ha. It's the way I'm built. I do think there are people who are like have these very self defeatist personality, like that identify with like fucking things up, mm-hmm. and they're like, 
Well, of course I fucking dropped my uh, baby. That's just what I do. I drop things. I fail in life. Right? Like, there's that vibe that some people have where, like, of course I failed another, like, relationship or friendship because I'm toxic, which sucks. And, and it's, you know, that's not true. People out there who think that that's not true. It's not yeah. true. Um, but that's why the song kind of has that vibe, which I'm, I love it because it's like, yeah, St. Vincent, you're totally capable of writing just, like, a very boilerplate love song. But, like, yeah. you're not going to do that because you're very interesting and, like, that's just not your vibe. Yeah. Um, but I love that it, it's just a lament. And she's just like, that's just how I'm built. I'm also picturing, like, she's in the studio and the record exec <laughs> is like, St. Vincent, we need one more song for the album. And we really, it's been, like, eight albums. We want one love song that we can just sell to the radio. And she's like, <sighs> I want to write you a love song, but I'm a Sagittarius. I just can't do it. It's not how I'm built. And the record exec's like, you went to fucking Berkeley College of Music. You know how to write a love song. Just put down I love you on a piece of paper and sing it. She's like, it's not how I'm built. Sorry. Can't do it. There are two things. One is like the idea that also just they were just recording and she didn't know they were recording. <laughs> and she's just like beating herself up in the studio. She's like, I try to write you a love song. I try to fucking write you a love song. They're like, St. Vincent, you know we're recording. And she's like, um, I was not aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> she was sometimes I see that on Twitter. People are just like, I can't fucking win, but like um what is it what is it uh it's like uh oh man when like the planets are aligned or something and they're just like i can't focus at work because like retrograde yes yes like mercury is in retrograde and i'm like i see people are like i can't fucking work today because Mer- mercury is in retrograde and just like the fact that you're like starting your day thinking like it's gonna be a hard day is gonna like make that day hard for you <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i will say it's an interesting point to say that, like, to blame all of your uh, external or, like, your your problems of the day on, the f- like, the planets. I don't know. I don't well, know. it's good to have that uh, externalize your problems, make you feel like... But then it makes you feel like you lose control, like you don't have control of your life, right? And right. You if you st- yes. If you start your day thinking your day is going to be derailed because of some external force you can't control, then guess what, King? It's going to be derailed. Ooh. That's some king wisdom from uh, Bubba Andrew Stevens over there. Uh, so this is also the type of thing that's like when someone's like, I don't know why I keep insulting people and people don't like me. It's like there's like people whose personality is like very insult comic-y, right? Mm. And they're kind of annoying to hang out with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I actually don't know many people like that, but it's like, I feel that is a vibe that some people like go for. It's just like, I'm the one who says the crazy shit. Mm. But it's like, I can imagine them at home being like, why did I say all that crazy shit? I can't stop saying the crazy shit. I'm the one who does the crazy shit, but I want to be free of this trap. And they're like in a relationship, a very loving relationship. And the person says, I love you for the first time. They're like, oh, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> and then they cry about it because they're like, I don't know why I said that. I can't, I cannot say the words. I it won't come out of my mouth. It won't happen. I guess that's just me. I love it. I love this. Great song. New York, also great song. Cities, mm-hmm. great cities, great songs. What more can you want? Am I right? It's all you need. You want to hear my fifth and final? Bring it home. Daddy's home. That's right. It actually comes from the album Daddy's Home. Whoa. I and didn't even know that. You did not. The song is called Pay Your Way in Pain. Hell yeah. That's uh, the new way of paying for things. Am I right? That's, yeah. Forget Apple Pay. Pay your way in pain. Cryptocurrency is so 2017. 
The lyric is, so I went to the park just to watch the little children. The mothers saw my heels and they said I wasn't welcome. So I went back home. I was feeling kind of queasy, but all the locks were changed. My baby wouldn't see me. That's some exclusive New York City park. You gotta gotta look nice to get in there. Your kids gotta be all prim and proper. That's all I thought of when I when I read that lyric. This is the song where Saint Vincent just can't catch a break. The rest of the lyrics of this are like she goes to the store because she's hungry, but they ran out of food and like she was all out of money in her car, so she went to the bank and they're like, "Ah, sorry, we don't have a record of you." Then she goes to the park and she can't stay at the park. And then she goes home and her locks are changed. Just like, wow, this is a crazy right, talk like about movie. a bad day. That's the type of thing where she's like, oh, honey, Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Everything is happening. Wow. The planets are not aligned. Somehow it changed my locks. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but hey, don't question the wisdom of the universe. Uh, it does sound like a movie that's just like. Sort of like a Groundhog Day esque movie, but like you wake <laughs> up in a different dimension where you're like, you you don't actually live in that dimension, so like your locks are different. Like, oh, that'd be a great movie. Let's make that movie where you wake up and you're like in a different version of your reality. So it's like you go home, but like you actually live at like your neighbor's house, and your neighbor lives at your house, and you're like, what? This is not real. Anyway, Hollywood, if you're listening, uh, just anybody out there, agents, execs, creative development people, you have our info. Amazing. Um, Yeah, this sucks. This is a sad day. Being queasy with nowhere to go, queasy. Yeah, I don't want it. Don't want that kind of day. Don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I will make a movie of it. All right, do it. Boom, Are boom, we ready boom. to uh, write our own St. Vincent lyrics? Oh, man. You know, I, I, I'm normally the good one about this, but I forgot that this was the thing we do. So Andrew of the Lyric Boys fame just reminded me that this is the part of the podcast where we invent, we improvise, we write our own version of St. Vincent's lyrics. All right. So we're going to take like a minute and just like free, uh, just make some St. Vincent lyrics. I don't know. I know she likes to talk about America and Johnny's, and she likes to be a little bit repetitive with her words. And, yeah, I um, don't. I don't really know. This is gonna be hard. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know if she has any tropes that I could specifically pick out. Uh, but I'll figure it out. I have no idea what the fuck this lyric is. This is. <laughs> Me neither. Mine is complete and utter nonsense. It doesn't actually mean anything. So do not try and analyze it. This is fun, though. I definitely. You want to go first or should I go first? I'll go first. I'm excited to All read right, my so fucking stupid ass Give me your St. Vincent lyric. What were you going for? When you, when you sat I was down sort of going was for... Like, I was going for like a quirky, soft like sound of just like a... La, you know what I mean? That sort of like I soft... La, la. Yeah. So you'll hear it. The, the name of the song is... Uh, uh, accident. Ooh. Okay. Right. So I sort of I sort of took an uh, an old school you approach where it's like this is definitely not something St. Vincent would sing about, but I could see her cadence in here. Okay. Oh, you mean like a joke yeah. about someone peeing their pants or something? Something like that. All right. Um okay. Lyric is I I heard you call my name. I Wait, respond. Sorry, you got you guys speak a little bit louder. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Well, I'm going for a quirky indie vibe. I know, but I can't hear you. I I heard you call my name. 
I responded with something lame. My baby don't love me no more. I, I heard you had an accident. I thought about those laxatives. I should have told you they were bad. That's it. Amazing. I like it. It It means nothing. It means nothing. Do not try and analyze it. I did not just shit my pants, and I did not just take laxatives, and I did not just subconsciously put that into a song. So uh, write what you know, am I right? So (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Accident. I feel like accident is a very St. Vincent sounding song title, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I like I the repeating like the I, I yes, yeah. All right. So my song has come to me, Johnny. Oh, okay. All right. That's that. There you go. I tried to channel the Johnniness, the repetitiveness, and I just I this is just long. I didn't read it twice and so it makes no sense and i don't know if it's a good song but this is the made up lucian saint vincent song come to me johnny great come to me johnny fill my cup with propane light a match and watch me spark light a match and fill the dark with our burning passion our love's going out of fashion like your overalls i'm still not over all the things you said to me the things you said to me and said you're sorry the things you said to me and said you're sorry that i got mad Come to me, Johnny. Put a leash on me, Johnny. If a dog's what you want, then I'll bark and die and haunt you to eternity throughout all modernity. Come to me, Johnny. Wow, that was like a full-ass song. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go back and edit this. It's like, no, I'll just, just keep adding things. I love the overall, overall line. I think that's Thank very, you. very clever. Um, I could see it in a song. I can see it. Uh, Miss Clark, if you want uh, some songwriting help, Lucian is here. Miss um, Clark, I'm a big fan. Um, I can make a good hit song for you. I love the propane uh, line in the beginning. Very Hank Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what a what a vibe. What a uh, well, that's a real poem you got there. Thank you. You know, I, I'm very. I'm a uh, you know, despite my exterior, I'm a very tender man. Despite your fucking weak ass exterior, you're even weaker inside. Oh, wow! I'm just gonna go home and have road rage after this, just to just to try to feel something. (laughs) So, content hounds. That was the lyric boys St. Vincent episode. We'll be back here next week with a new band, a new artist, and then we'll be back the week after that, and the week after that, and you can't stop this. This 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 snowball of momentum as the Lyric Boys keeps doing the Lyric Boys stuff. So, if you want to be a Lyric Boys content hound, which is just the just just the, the the highest honor you can be in all of humanity and all in human history, everyone's just striving to be a Lyric Boy content hound. If you want to do that, you can subscribe or follow wherever you are listening to this podcast or watching this podcast. What that will do is you'll you'll just you'll be keep. You'll, you'll be kept abreast of all the latest Lyric Boys episode, which that's what you want. You'll, you'll just make sure, you'll, you'll ensure that you'll see when we drop a new episode, which is just like, yes, yes. That's like having, it's like having like a, you know, a good friend in your computer who's like, hey, did you hear King? The Lyric Boys are out with a new episode. That's, 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 that's the life. You can also you can follow us on social media. You can have your cake and eat it. We are at the Lyric Boys. That's how you enunciate. We are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok at the Lyric Boys. 
we post clips of our episodes we post recaps you can scroll around and and see our previous episodes if you want to send us a dm we like to respond sometimes we like to read comments or or reviews or whatever it's what we do it's fun to hear your name on the podcast i don't know you tell me you can you can see try it out yourself all right all right well we gotta go we gotta go rest and we'll be back next next monday with a new band so get excited (laughs) 